What you are about to hear is a recording taken from the writer's room of the professional wrestling company, ProGraps Worldwide. It documents the brainstorming session of retired wrestler and current head of talent relations, Power P, and head writer and booker, Ramon Red Eyes Bermudez. It was recorded without their knowledge and is being released to the public. This is The Gimmick. Alright, you have gimmicks for me this week? Uh, yeah, I have them right here in this sheet of paper. I'm going to okay. slide over to you. Yep, cool, thank you. So, a couple more. There we go. I don't need those this week. Um, I we wish plenty of you would have let me know about that so that I could use no. those next week. I, I, messaged you, I messaged you an ICQ. I don't get ICQ messages. B. Uh, <laughs> it be- well, it's 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 what we use to communicate. It's the new it's the new chat program that people use to I mean people use for business to communicate with each other. P. That's one hundred percent a lie. Um, if we're not coming up with gimmicks, then what are we doing here? Okay, so. We need to fill out the rest of the schedule. Um, as you know, uh, 2018 is almost upon us here, so uh, we need to, we need to fill out the schedule and and the shows need themes, and I'm having the worst time trying to think of them. Okay, I uh, I know I'm a creative genius, but you know sometimes sometimes the the well runs dry, so you can't they can't all be winners. I feel you. I understand. Uh, okay, so how about we do this? How about we come up with some good gimmick matches, and then Ooh. we build a pay-per-view from there? Or uh, an event, uh, whatever method of distribution we decide to go with, uh, we'll figure out later. Okay, I'm I'm into it. Um you better have some matches then for me. <laughs> okay. Um, Look sure, a little nervous. Sure, That's I, fine. Oh, okay. That's fine. Oh, no, no. All right. I think I've got it. Uh, okay. What do you think about a double-decker match? Well, there's a lot of places we could go with a double-decker match. Okay. So um. what it is is uh, we get... Uh, four turnbuckles and um, three ropes, and we tie them on top of the existing uh, four turnbuckles and three ropes. So effectively, the ring has very tall turnbuckles and six ropes. Okay, and the ropes are just above people above their heads. Yes. Then? Yes. Okay. So what you've done is you've created a shitty cage match. <laughs> I. Mm, I don't know. I think it's more like a springy cage match. It, uh, good recovery on that, I want to say. Um, two, no. It's not that. <laughs> I mean, okay, so first of all, I'm, I'm thinking about that, and it's like, yeah, that's some, that's, those are some real high spots we're going to have happening here. Um, 
you realize that like getting on the top rope there is like man, you could do a 1080 off the top rope, not just a 450. Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, that's two rotations. That's two and a half rotations. <laughs> you, you, we, we, we got someone who could do a 1080, right? Um. Sure, we could bring uh, Anthony Hawk. <laughs> the, <laughs> the inventor of the 1080. <laughs> Man, uh, oh, look at that. Anthony Hawk is written down on this sheet of paper I tore up. <laughs> Glad you remembered it. Yeah, I hope I remember the rest of them. Uh, you won't. Um, see, this is why you got to keep all your notes on your phone like I do. <sighs> okay, so this double decker. So these, these, tall, these tall ropes, though, like, they're going to interfere with, with people seeing the match, though. Uh, um, okay, so we can choose a match type that uh, requires a lot of resting around until something exciting happens. So what about we have a battle royal in one of these? An over-the-top rope one? Yes. Uh, man, that is awfully bold of you <laughs> to suggest that your double-ass ring <laughs> have an over-the-top rope battle royal. This kind of reminds me of one time when we 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 put a ring inside of a ring one time. It was it was the early '90s, you know, because you know anything anything goes back then. But we literally like placed a ring inside of the ring, and it was gonna, supposed to be like, yeah, double excitement, double the rings. But all it really did was just the the one the ring that was inside of the ring was slightly smaller and taller, and you really couldn't do anything inside of the ring that it's in that it's in. Well, okay, what if we take that idea and? sort of combine it with mine so that instead of being a ring inside of a ring it's a ring on top of a ring uh so it, it's got kind of the that sort of like um two-stage situation that you see in uh arcade games as you walk by them because i don't play video games uh, <laughs> good recovery <laughs> And uh, and so yeah, we just have you know uh, a high and mighty ring up top, and then they go down to the lower level, which has a shitty low hanging ceiling. Yeah, I can definitely see like a a lot of rest holds happening there because everyone's on their knees, <laughs> or a lot of blood because everyone keeps hitting their head. Actually, I prefer that second part more than anything. I All right, well, what's it, what? It's what's a, the name of what's the name of this show with the two rings though? And I swear to God, don't say double trouble. <laughs> oh boy. Um, how about uh, Springboard 2018? We have to do it in the spring. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll hold we'll hold it at that nightclub that WCW had spring break at. Hmm. Club La Luna. I looked it up. <laughs> I, I didn't look it up. I'm just hoping I got it right. Um, okay, uh, let's let's put a pin in that one. I like that. All right, uh, I have an idea for a match. Okay. Uh, it's a 
Falls Count Somewhere match. Eh? Now, where is the somewhere? No one knows. That's the fun. Does the referee (laughs) know? The only person that does, yes, the referee is the only one who knows. Um, And they'll go for a pin, and if it's not on the spot, the ref will just shake his head and be like, sorry, man, not there. And they'll go for it again and be like, nope, getting warmer, though. Like, the referee will give them hints as to if they're getting close enough or not. Otherwise, that's just complete lunacy, honestly. Just randomly pinning someone until they get the spot. So it's it's a hot, cold falls count somewhere. That's a bit of a mouthful, but yeah, yeah, it's based. That's basically it. Um, now here's the second part of it. Now this is the part I think really makes it work. All right. All right. If they find the spot and they pin them on it and they kick out, spot changes. Oh. Oh, that sucks. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, it's brilliant. It'll it'll be great. Um, we could make it like fan participation as well. Like we could secretly tell the crowd where the spot is, and then the crowd will start cheering if they get close to it. <laughs> so, are we gonna are we gonna present uh where the location is on a Tron and force the wrestlers to not see where where the next spot is? Yeah, the the ref will just ask them to close their eyes. It'll work. <laughs> it'll work. Oh, you don't think it'll work. Fine. We'll give the ref a gun. <laughs> How is that helping anything? Because he points the gun at them and it's like, don't look. And then they'll turn around. Oh, we're going to have to find a ref um, with 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 the, the kind of brass with the the kind of intestinal fortitude to uh, to be willing to shoot a wrestler for not following the rules. I'll tell you. Well, let's let's take a look at our staff and let's find out uh, which one of our refs has a concealed carry permit. <laughs> and if no one does, we'll find who's willing to go get one. Uh, we could um, or or even better, let's give a gun to a ref who's not willing to shoot somebody. <laughs> Or how about this? We'll just make an entire show where every ref has a gun. He'll change the complexion of everything. <laughs> this is a great idea. Okay, so uh, title for that show, and Justice for All. <laughs> Perfect. All right, you, you give me a match now. Okay. Uh, you sounded... Pretty bloodthirsty with uh, my double-decker match. So you might like the idea behind this one. It's uh, the Orange Blossom Exploding Death Match. <laughs> Do tell. Okay, so what it is is that uh, we uh, adorn the ring. Uh, we adorn the ring ropes with... Orange blossoms. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, they are all explosive. Of course. Yeah. No. Uh, I, 
everyone knows that orange blossoms are explosive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, this isn't the only uh, special thing about the match. Uh, also, on the turnbuckles, uh, we have very large boxes set up. Uh, you would almost... Ooh. You would almost argue that uh, they look like coffins. Like, they're big enough. (laughs) All Uh, right. Now, what happens is that uh, when a wrestler throws their opponent through one of these boxes, uh, the boxes are absolutely filled with honey and bees producing orange blossom honey. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. Oh, and yes. I'm pretty uh, excited for this because I feel like we could reintroduce a wrestler uh using this match. Uh we have uh, we have uh both uh, both uh, wrestlers uh put each other through three boxes. So there's one box left. Uh and then you know, one of them is one of the the fighters is thrown to the box and they're able to almost avoid it. But they don't go through the box. The box just bursts by itself. And who's in there? It's Beasting Bethany. Fucking high off that Nashville honey. (laughs) I can't believe you backdoored Beasting Bethany. (laughs) Oh, look, that's also on this shard of paper I tore up. (laughs) It explicitly says here, of find a way to bring back Beasting Bethany. Parentheses, Bethany Beasting? He won't notice. <laughs> For the most oh. part, I really wanted this match to be um, a warning to the kids in the audience about uh, addiction to Nashville honey. Yeah. Um, I also thought here... Uh, <sighs> Do we have to pass out beekeeping suits to the people in the first row so they won't get stung? I feel like we should buy a large screen that goes uh, along with the guardrails. Well, then it's going to look like a hockey game, kind of. And that's a lot of money to spend on one match. So let's 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 put that aside for now. I like Um, that uh, buying a bunch of bees... And a bunch of flowers, and a bunch of coffins. I believe I suggested uh, <laughs> it wasn't gonna break the bank, but the screens that. <laughs> yeah, when, it, when there's no room in the budget for safety, you know this. No, it, it's wasteful with money. Um, so here's here. I have an idea. Um, a glass cage match. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I know what you're thinking, and yes, we can only do it once. Because um, <laughs> um, the problem with cage matches is you can't fucking see anything, right? Yeah. So we just, just make a cage out of just big old sheets of glass, and no one can get out. But everyone can see. Um, Plus you get like that really good like bird-hitting-a-window thud noise when someone gets thrown into it. Okay, so we're looking to build a structure that is strong enough to sustain uh, just head-on collisions. 
Oh no, no, the the, the cage will break instantly. <laughs> it is incredibly fragile. <laughs> As a matter of fact, shards of shards of it will fly into the crowd and people will definitely get hurt. Okay, so do you think that by actively making making audience participation more dangerous, uh we're winning money away from safety? Well, yeah. I I can tell I listen. People will tell their friends, and they'll be, and they'll be like, "Oh, oh, what happened to your eye?" And they'll be like, "Oh man, I went, I went to the wrestle show, and they had a cage. It was all made of glass. It was like an aquarium. And then they broke it, and a bunch of glass flew all over us. And then someone stabbed me in the eye with a knife." That um, uh, that story took a turn. <laughs> Since uh, since I'm kind of on a kick of bringing people back, um, oh great! <laughs> this sounds like the perfect event for a glass cannon. Ugh, that fucking guy again. Ugh. Listen, we purchased the rights to use Pacavell's cannon in D minor. We're gonna have to use it a lot. <laughs> Um, yo, we'll put the cannon in the ring, and he'll fire it, and it won't even have to hit, like, the cage. It'll just shatter all the walls of the cage with the sound. And cannon in D minor is not literally a cannon, Pete. I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. You are, you sound like you are shaking with frustration over that. <sighs> hey, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. What What match do you have for me now? Okay, uh, so since we're on the subject of cage matches, uh... Yes, the best kinds of matches, I feel. What do you think about a Matryoshka cage match? Um, uh, how do you spell that so I can put it in Google (laughs) Translate? I, okay, I'll, I'll just let you know. Matryoshka are Russian nesting dolls. So it's a cage inside of it's a smaller cage inside of a bigger cage with a smaller cage inside of that and an even smaller cage inside of it all the way down to the smallest cage which has like a chocolate or something in it. Yes. So what we do is we essentially start this match inside of one of those shark cages. You know, they're, they're like phone booth big. Uh, yes. We just... We just have like two two wrestlers like wailing on each other in there. Uh, then, when they inevitably escape, <laughs> we have a larger cage. Uh, it's pretty much just a, a like metal box inside of the ring, uh, almost like uh, like a dumb like uh, a metal fence, like chain link fence. So after they climb out the chain link fence, then they get to the cage that surrounds the ring itself. That's the cage we're all normally used to. Once you escape that cage, there's the larger cage. Uh, other companies would refer to it as a cell. Okay, I'm st- listen. I'm still on board. <laughs> okay, and there then they better ha- be a- there better be a bigger <laughs> cage around that. Uh, yes, it's the arena because uh, what greater prison is there than this life? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man. I mean I mean I'll drink to that. <laughs> Alright, I got this. This this one's a little high concept. Alright. Um it's called a These Pretzels Are Making Me Thirsty match. <laughs> So, so the way the rules are is it's a normal wrestling match, but every two minutes, wrestlers have to go back to their corner and eat a big handful of rolled golds, and then they continue wrestling. Um, and it's it works kind of like an I quit match. Um, but the thing is, it they instead of saying I quit, uh, they have to say these pretzels are making me thirsty. In which case, the referee will give them water and they will lose the match. This match is so specific. I feel like there's some sort of Manchurian candidate situation where you're afraid <laughs> the person might be like out in the bathroom. So you've essentially devised uh, a plan to guarantee that this person will be around. <laughs> uh you got me, Ramon. I'm trying to bring someone back <laughs> now. Who are you uh, trying to bring back? Um, I mean, this is this is a this is a way to, to this is a way to bring New York Slice back. Honestly, oh well, ne- your plan is definitely getting in the way of um of the character I'm trying to bring back, which is the Manfurian candidate. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I I literally can't remember if that's a person we've hired before or not. Uh we did it in between weeks. <laughs> well, the way that I, I I there's no way that that my thing is like the activation phrase for them. No, Manfurian um, Candidate's activation phrase is definitely something about Paul's being too bappy or some shit like that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, Alright, cool. So you're on you're on board for this match. I'm I'm glad. Let's hear let's hear your next one. Okay. Uh now we've gotta choose a better name for this. Uh, this is currently What's... called uh, Tough Mudder Match. Uh, I'm sure you're aware of um, of the obstacle race known as the Tough Mudder. Right. Um, I mean, we'll just change the spelling so it's spelled T-U-F-F. Excellent. Spectacular. Love it. All right, cool. So, Tough Mudder. Yes. So what it is is that it's not a normal ring. Um, if the dimensions of the ring itself are actually... Uh, 16 feet by one mile. (laughs) (laughs) And we set up several obstacles along the way. uh, And absolutely just uh, cover the ring in filth. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, I was about to ask, is this going to be an outdoor event? Um, But you know what? No, it's not. We're we're booking a mile long arena for this match. <laughs> oh, so okay, so so we're 
we're taking it a step up. Uh, other other big time outside arena shows have their stuff going on inside of a baseball stadium. We're doing a football stadium. I'm literally trying to remember how how big a football stadium is. <laughs> Probably I'm not a mile sh- long. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not a mile. Really um, goof this one up. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, Pete, can we book an airport? Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm going <laughs> to... One mile is 1,760 yards. So Okay. Well, we've got 100 yards to work with. I'm certain that we could... <laughs> What if we what if we just make the ring loop in on each other seven on itself seventeen times? Oh, or we do like a zigzag thing. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> fuck. Oh my god. And maybe maybe it, like the part of the ring goes up into the into the crowd and so the path goes like among the fans. Well, I mean that sounds like obstacles to me. Yeah, this is a really great way to work around the fact that you don't fucking know how big a football stadium is. (laughs) Which is still open air. It's still outdoors. They okay, we can get we could get one of the ones with a dome on top. Just settle down. (laughs) I'm glad I'm glad that you're confident enough that we could get a dome stadium. Thank you for that. Thank you for showing confidence in the company. Listen, the only thing we have to worry about is where we're going to set up the warped wall for somebody to climb up <laughs> and presumably dive onto their opponent. Um, I want the warped wall set up, set in such a place that that if someone falls off of it, they will get injured. It wouldn't be wrestling if there wasn't some danger, Ramon. I'm out for blood today. All right. Uh, yeah, I is this is this because people hated George Sauters? Moving on. <laughs> All right. Um, I think this one. Uh, now let me. I think this one's really good. Um, it's a cage match once again, a cage match, but it's an escape room, and so the object is to escape the cage, but you have to like do some puzzle shit or something in order in order to in order to escape it. So it's a so it's like a Riddler's cage match. Okay, now I hate it. Oh, um, all right. <laughs> so it's like a puzzler's cage match. You you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube on this one. <laughs> uh because but with with one with one sentence. Now it's just like, yeah, sure, it's a cage match with a glowing question mark trophy in it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's a cage match with like 50 glowing question mark trophies inside of it. We could call it the conundrum cage. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. I thought you would like this one. I do. I'm trying to make it work. You just if you liked it, you would realize it works on its own instead of trying to get instead of trying to get us into copyright trouble again. I'm trying to get us out of copyright trouble right now. You, you, you I'm try, sorry. I'm sorry. There was it. there was bad emphasis on that one. I'm trying to get us out of copyright trouble. There we go. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's not working. Like, like this isn't a tough mutter. T- Tough mutter situation. This is 
No, actually, it literally is. Um, <laughs> Look, I just want a cage match with, like, a laser and a mirror, and they have to shine it, <laughs> and it goes into, like, a fan's eyeball, and that's what unlocks the door. Is this fan a plant, or we're just waiting for somebody to scream, Ow, I can't see out of my right eye. Um, we can't afford plants, are you kidding me? <laughs> we're gonna hurt somebody. Surely that's, it's more fiscally viable to injure someone unexpectedly than to pay someone to to, to pretend to be injured. Uh, I guess. I'm great at business. <laughs> I'm a genius. I I guess they do say uh, it's easier to ask for apologies than to ask for permission. Precisely, and we're gonna we're gonna fucking cook this kid's eye. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna move on to. Well, I have listed tough murder match, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm so comfortable. <laughs> about this anymore. Oh, no! Please! It's the best one so far! It's it's literally just the T-U-F-F mutter match, but with knives along the but way. But with a gun! No, knives. Oh, I guess that's cool, too. The mud is gonna get all up in the guns. I imagine that's how guns work. <laughs> no, the gun is at the end end of the obstacle course. So the last one to get the person to get there gets the gun and gets to turn around and shoot their opponent. See, this is moving on from mutter stuff into more like American gladiator kind of thing. <laughs> yes, because that's what I remember from American gladiators is people shooting each other with a pistol. I mean, you laugh, but they did have that giant cannon game. No, that that thing fucking ruled. Don't even pretend like it did it. <laughs> um, you know what? No, we take the tough murder, and when when they get to the end of it, and it's to get to the end of the ring, it's a ladder match with a gun. Okay, a tough murder match is not gonna happen. Fuck you! It's happening. We're doing it right now. I'm getting on the phone right now. Look at me. Pete. I, I, I'm dialing right now. Pete, put down the phone. Please. No, I will not. I'm dialing right now. Pete. Because guess what? We're doing... We're It's, it's our New Year's Day show, Tough Murder. We're starting off 2018 right with murder. Okay. And it's tough to do. Okay, Pete. So I have this idea here. I'm just going to go ahead and say it's called the Legoland Invitational. <gasps> but I'm aware that we don't have Legoland money. So I have a plan. Not with, not with that attitude. I have a plan B. What if we okay. do the Duplo Republic Invitational? <laughs> first of all, first of all, Duplo is a Lego property. Ah, shit. You... God damn it, Ramon. No, we're... We're ruined! <laughs> no, we're trying to... We're trying to help them, uh... We help them what? Help them what? Help them, uh... Split up the company? <laughs> yeah, free themselves from the... From the tyrannical shackles of Lego. Duplo... Du 
it, Duplo Land doesn't really roll off the tongue the same way Lego Land does. I, yeah, that's why we're going with Duplo Republic. I, I mean, we could have just gone with the Mega Blocks Party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 